Welcome to this episode of your favorite interior design podcast. I'm your host, Stephanie Stewart, interior designer, over the top maximalist, and firm believer that animal print, wind and well, should be considered a neutral. This podcast is for anybody that has ever looked around their space and thought, this is shit. You deserve better. And through my eclectic career, including multifamily housing, hospitality, senior living, and high-end residential, I've learned that confidence is key. We'll be here each week with industry experts to share their experiences and motivate you to take action and create a space that feels good and makes you proud. I promise it'll be a little bit cussy, a lot sassy, and we'll have a ton of fun. Okay, my friends, thank you so much for joining me for this episode of our podcast called How to Get Your Design Project Started. We're going to keep it super simple, and I'm going to tell you how we here at Stewart Design Co. start our design projects and how you can get started on a simple design project. The first thing to do is to pick a room. Keeping things simple and organizing your design project by space is one of the best ways to get started so that you can take some action. So number one is to simply pick a room. Think about one part of your house that may be already not functioning properly or that you might be frustrated in. It doesn't have to be the biggest space. And there are a few considerations to take when you are picking a space. You want to think about how much time you have, how much money you have, and how much of an impact it's going to be. Again, if we are talking about simply getting started and inspiring you to just take some action to get your space in order, then I would say start with something simple and that you feel like you can accomplish fairly easily and go through that room. So take note of what's in the room. So number one is you're gonna pick a space and we just talked a little bit about how to pick a space. I want you to take current pictures. There's a few things that this is going to do for you. It's going to help you throughout the process in case you missed anything, or it's going to help you when you're out shopping, be able to remember the space. So you can take videos, you can take pictures, but you want to take pictures of the whole space. So when you walk into the room, start to the right and just take a picture, take a picture, take a picture, just turn a little bit in small increments and take a lot of pictures and videos. Include pictures inside the closet, include pictures all the way up to the ceiling so that you can have some information while you're out working and working on the project and that you have them in your file. Even though it is in your home, you're not 100% gonna be in your home near that space while you're working. So good documentation is really helpful. So number one, pick a space. Number two, document it by taking photos and videos. The next thing I want to recommend with those photo and videos is if you do have an iPhone, and I can't speak to Android, sorry about that, but you can save the pictures into an album. So instead of having them in your camera reel that you have to look through all the time, save an album that's special for that project, guest room, kitchen, you know, kids room, whatever it is, so that you can easily reference them throughout your whole camera roll reel. So take those pictures. All right. The next thing that you're going to want to do is you're going to want to go through the space and make a list, a good old fashioned list. And you can do this a number of ways. It can be on a note on your phone. You can use some kind of software to type it up or call it out to yourself. You're also welcome to just use a paper and pen and just make a list. The list that I want you to make is of the things that you want to change. I'm going to use my guest room, which I mentioned on the last episode as an example, because 
it is, I am mid project on my guest room and it's been kind of a low priority. We have guests come fairly often and it's been good enough. But as you can tell, since I'm talking about it, that it's a little bit on my mind that it's unfinished. So I'll use my guest room as an example. This is a great example also because it can, this, these ideas and things can translate for any bedroom really. All right. On the list for my guest room is the bed, not the bed, the bedding. I want to change the bedding. I have already changed some of the bedding, but I most specifically need a second pair of sheets for the bed. And I do want to revisit the, uh, the pillows. The next thing is I have a dresser in there. It's actually a new dresser that I just recently acquired from a consignment sale. I love old things. This is an old black goopy, uh, carved heavy, old fashioned dresser. That's a low boy. So it's long and skinny and it's perfect because on the dresser, I have a small Keurig coffee maker and, um, some other things for the guests. I have a little basket with some amenities like, snacks and um in the bathroom i have other amenities but in in the bedroom i have snacks i put out water bottles and i also have the keurig in there with tea and um, a mug and it's full of water when they come but anyway so that's been taken care of i don't have that on my list anymore the art above the credenza is definitely something that i want to change i have a project in mind for it i love to make things out of things so this is one that i may just revamp that piece of art or I might get a piece. I've been partnering with a great company called Print Post Wall Art and they are out of the UK and they have beautiful artwork and they are adding new artwork every week. So I might also take advantage of that partnership and look into Print Post because they have been sending some great new, new art pieces. And actually, I think I just made a decision. I'm going to get a new piece of art for above the credenza. So check, that's one decision made. Also above the bed, I do need a new piece of art. And I have one that I need to do some zhuzhing to. When I bought it at the store, it was actually a wall hanging and it's a little bit boho and it's neutral and I don't want it to be neutral. I don't do neutral. I don't, if you can see me for those listeners that aren't on YouTube, my background is a deep teal with a gold, with gold, um, brocade pattern on the wallpaper. And I have a really old antique frame with a cool black and white picture that was an old 1960s Vogue cover. So anyways, I don't do, I don't really do boring very well. I don't do bland. So on that art piece, I'm going to take it and that's on my to-do list is to edit it a little bit. I'm going to add some paint and add some color to that fabric wall hanging and it's going to be epic. The next thing on my list are the curtains. The curtains are also in progress. What I did, I have uh, 12 foot ceilings in that guest room. So I needed really tall curtains. So I got 120 inch curtains. Luckily I found some that were pre-made, could not believe it. I honestly already purchased fabric to make the drapes for it. And I didn't need to, I was so happy. So I'll repurpose that fabric somewhere else in my home and I will finish fixing up the drapes in that room. I have one panel left that I purchased some trim for. I am a huge fan of trim. And so this is another way for you to fix up some things in your house that you might like a little bit, but you want them to be a little bit better. So this trim is amazing. It's a beaded trim. 
and I need to add it to the center panel and the bottom and then get that panel hang up. The next thing is I do have a repair in there, actually a few repairs. I need to do some wall repairs, paint and patch, where I misjudged a little bit on the uh, curtain rod. So I have one of those and then I have some art that used to be in the room that I've taken down. So I need to take the nails out of the wall and get that done. Next thing I mentioned on my list is the closet. The closet is a hot mess and I am currently using it for storage. So I don't like that when I go to somebody's house and maybe I'm being snobby and maybe that's what guest rooms are for. But when I go to a hotel, I open the closet and I put my stuff away. If I'm staying longer than one night, I empty my suitcase and I put my stuff away. My lovely husband taught me that and it makes you just feel you know, more at home and more comfortable in the space. So on my list now is to actually build out a closet organizer in the closet. So that's on my list for the guest room. So you want to pick a room to start, take some pictures and make a list, make a thorough list and kind of have a little bit of a plan. When we work through uh, discovery calls or consultations with clients, we make this list and we call it our project plan. And so what we do and what you're doing right now without making it sound fancy is you're simply making a project plan for that room so that you have something to choose from when you're picking when you get started. Okay, I want you to next measure each thing in the room. This is not something that should be challenging or hard or scary. So I want you to grab a tape measure from your cabinet. If you don't have a tape measure, you're definitely going to want to have tape measure if you're doing any interior design. But I want you to measure the things that you are going to be working on. For example, I need bedding. I don't have to measure, but I'm going to write down that it's a queen size, clean size bed that I need the sheets for. So I need queen size bed sheets. And so I'm going to write queen next to it. I am working on an art piece for above the credenza. So I'm going to measure with the one that's currently there. And I'm going to use that as my guide in addition to the overall width of the credenza. I know that the size of the piece that's currently there is very appropriate for the space. And so I'm again, going to use that as my guide for the size of the one that I'm going to specify from the new, new, uh, from print post. Okay, so now you have your measurements. I want you to number five, draw a simple floor plan. Again, this does not need to be hard or scary or challenging. You can use graph paper and draw it to scale if you want, or it doesn't even have to be to scale. So long as you have the information, you're good to go. Make sure that when you do draw your floor plan that you draw it in the middle of the page so that you have enough room on the outside to make notes and to add in your dimensions. And you can start with the overall dimension of the room. So overall dimensions and put those on the outside. And then you're going to want to work your way in and start measuring around the room in increments. So say that you have from the door, from the, from the door, to the edge of a window. You're going to measure that increment and write that one down. Then you're going to measure the width of the window and you're going to write that as a separate measurement. And then from the window edge to the next wall, you're going to write that down. So as if you have a wall with a window in the middle, you now have three measurements for the segments of the wall and also an overall measurement for that wall. And this is going to help you when you're out shopping or you're online shopping for your specific pieces. 
So you want to draw your floor plan. If you have any questions about drawing floor plan, go ahead and reach out. Again, it doesn't have to be challenging. And the good news is, is that this is in your home. So if you miss a measurement, you can always go back and add more. So don't make it hard. The whole goal here is to just get started. Okay, draw a simple floor plan. Next, if your elevation, if an elevation is a vertical drawing of the wall, and I encourage you to really take note and to do this for each wall, but you wanna draw an elevation of each wall, and again, take the measurements of the heights. You definitely wanna know your ceiling height. That's gonna help you choose your curtain panels or your the height of the headboard. It's gonna help with the size of your pictures. So you wanna know your ceiling height, but you also wanna know how high your doors go and also where the placement of your windows are, how much room you have from the floor to the bottom of the windowsill will help you choose nightstands sometimes or maybe tables. And also it can help you choose a headboard if you might be interfering with the window on a headboard wall. You can know if you're doing that depending on the height of the headboard when you're out shopping. So in addition to drawing the floor plan, you want to draw a elevation of each wall. All right, we've done six things now. We have chosen a room, we took pictures, and we saved them into a album. We made a list of all the things that we wanted to work on in that room. We measured for each of the things that we're working on the room. We drew a floor plan, and now we have elevations. So you are so good to go. This is, this is a really, really great point. And if you wanted to head out and start shopping, you're welcome to do that. But I encourage you to make a budget. And your budget, again, doesn't have to be fancy. You can buy each item on your list here that you've been making. You can put in parentheses or off to the side. Maybe you've done an Excel spreadsheet with a table. You can just put how much you want to spend on each thing. Or you might want to put just the big items or just some items that you know the cost of and put down how much they're gonna cost. If you have no clue how much any of this is gonna cost, then I would encourage you to hop on the internet and start shopping or just head out shopping. And as you're walking around and shopping and looking for items, you can start to put prices to things. And then when you get home, you can either have purchased them and know what your total was on your receipt, or you can start adding them up and thinking about how you wanna prioritize your design project. <clears throat> okay. We have seven things done. You are so close. And now is the time to get started. This is where you want to actually take some serious action. Now, for me, what I really should do first is I should fix the holes in the walls because that is so simple. I have all the stuff. I could even go do it right now. I could pause this recording and I have the wall patch. I have a spatula or a spatula, uh, you know, whatever, a knife to spackle it. I have um, I have sandpaper to sand it once it's dry, and I even have touch-up paint for that room. I also have a ladder, so there's no absolutely zero reason that it's not done. So actually, I'm gonna make that my action item for the end of this episode that you will have inspired me to get that patching done. So that's gonna be done by the end of this episode. And that's the one place that I'm gonna start. After that, I'm gonna choose what order I wanna do a few things in. The next thing is the art above the bed. I know that I can hit that soon because I also have the stuff for that. I haven't. I just haven't made time for it. So I have the piece of art that I wanna modify and I even have the paint that I'm gonna to use to modify it. So again, 
No reason it hasn't been done, just not prioritizing it. So now I have two things on my list of action items that I can get started without taking any additional uh, money. All it is is just a little bit of my time. So I want you to think about what you can do if you have been making a list along with this podcast, or if you've been thinking about what space, I want you to think about what quick things can you do to take action today or within the near future that are going to take no skin off your back, but are going to get your project started because getting started is often half the battle. So I hope that this was helpful. This is how to start a design project, a nice, easy way to get started into the podcast. And you can be hopefully inspired to take some action and feel confident that you know the steps to take to be able to start a simple design project. Thank you for joining us today. If you loved this episode, please take a moment to leave a five-star review on your podcast app. You'll be entered in our monthly giveaway for a special gift. Share this episode by taking a screenshot and sharing it on your favorite social app. And don't forget to tag us at Stewart Design Co. And let your friends know where they can get interior design support too. Remember, a year from now, you'll wish you had started today.